Good morning to Radha Kalachanji Dam. Good morning to all of the assembled devotees. Good morning to anyone that hears the sound of the services here in College Radha Kalachanji's temple. It is um, it is always a very grateful time when one realizes how grateful we should be. And I must say that it feels like it's been a long time since I've been here, but I come back, I think, a little bit more grateful than I was the last time because one never knows from one moment to the next what will change. But what's most important is the scripture, our scriptures and understanding it. And I just wanted to say that we're going to continue reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 6. And if I'm not mistaken, if I am, we're just going to do it anyway. Uh, text 15 is what we will continue with. But before we listen to the uh, instructions and nectar, it's always very nice to sing Jayarada Madhava. Jaya 
ಯಶೂರನಂದನ ವ್ರಜರಂಜನನ್ ಯಾಮುನತೀರಾಚಾರಿ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ ಹರೆ ಜಯ ರಾಘವ ಚಂಜಿ ರಾಘವ ಚಂಜಿ ರಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಘವ ಚಂಜಿ ರಾಘವ ಚಂಜಿ ರಾರಿ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಜಗನಾಥ 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಜಗನಾಥ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಪವದೇವ ಪವದೇವ ಪವದೇ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಪವದೇವ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಸುಭದ 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಸುಭದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಗೋಣಿಥಾಯ 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಗೋಣಿಥಾಯ ಮೀಠಾಯ ಗೋರು ಹರಿಬೋಲ್ ಹರಿಬೋ ಹರಿಬೋ ಮಿಠಾಯ ಗೋರು ಹರಿಬೋ ಮೀಠಾಯ ಗೋರು ಹರಿಬೋ ಹರಿಬೋ it will go without saying with most of you that the deities are or their lordship are very beautiful and you notice it even if you've not been away from the temple for a while they're just absolutely gorgeous this morning so text 15 um chapter 6 first canto om namo bhagavate vasudevaya ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನತಿ ಮೃಂದಸ್ಯ ಜನಾಂಜನಾಂ ಶಲಾಕಯ 
I was born in the darkest of ignorance. And my spiritual master opened my eyes with a torch of knowledge. I am eternally grateful. Eternally grateful for the mercy of my Gurudev. Text 15. Tasmen nirmanu jeranye pipala pasta astrita admanat manamas mastam yatta srutam achintayam Tasmen nirmanu jeranye pipala pasta astrita admanat manam atmastam yat Tasruta Ajantayam Tashmanir Manu Dranye Pipalo Pasta Asrita Admanatmanam Atmashtam Yatasutam Ajantayam Word for word Tasman in that Nir Manuje without Human habitation. Aranye. In the forest. Tipala. Banyan. Tree. Upaste. Sitting under. Asrita. Taking shelter of. Atmana. By intelligence. Atmanam. The super soul. Atmastam, situated within myself. Yatta srutan, as I had heard it from the liberated souls. Achentayam, thought over. The translation is, after that, under the shadow of a banyan tree, in an uninhabited forest, I began to meditate upon the super soul situated within, using my intelligence as I had heard from liberated souls. Again, after that, under the shadow of a banyan tree, in an uninhabited forest, I began to meditate upon the super soul situated within, using my intelligence as I had learned from liberated souls. Purport One should not meditate according to one's personal whims. One should know perfectly well from the authoritative sources of scriptures through the transparent medium of a bona fide spiritual master and by proper use of one's trained knowledge for meditating upon the super soul dwelling within every living being. 
This consciousness is firmly developed by a devotee who has rendered loving service unto the Lord, carrying out the orders of the spiritual master. Srinadaji contacted bona fide spiritual masters, served them sincerely, and got enlightenment rightly. Thus he began to meditate. In reading the first line of the purport, I was contemplating on personal whims, how one should not meditate on personal whims when one is meditating. And I wanted to really get this correct as far as the understanding. One can meditate on whatever comes to one's mind if one is not, if one's senses are not so controlled. This is what I'm thinking. But then what it made me think was Narada is having this conversation with Vyasadeva because there's some knowledge and instruction that is necessary or that is yet to come. So it's in a situation similar to that of a student and a teacher. And I would imagine the correct environment, I'm trying to remember the environments when I really started learning, when most of us started learning, maybe it was a little difficult to be quiet, to be still, but as we grew older and our desire changed for certain types of knowledge, it is understood that when one is seeking transcendental knowledge, when one is seeking the understanding of their relationship with the Lord, it is necessary to be in some state of stillness or peacefulness or quietness in order to really hear and understand what is being given to us. Now, we don't have the immediate opportunity of going to a cave somewhere as our previous acharyas have been able to do. It may not be so easy to steal the mind because at this point in time, the mind is like a herd. I guess you can say a herd of ponies or horses. It's all over the place. We are being inundated with so much knowledge that it's knowledge overkill. All of it is not necessarily important, and I'm speaking of some of the media. Some of it is important. Um, some of it is not. This is the perfect time for someone to twist information. So thinking 
about that particular thing happening where one can twist information and spread it out on the Internet and get people so riled. We have to be careful about what we listen to, and we also have to come to a place of understanding and a firm foundation of what we will accept as knowledge. When one is eager for knowledge, when one is ready to hear, Krishna will make the necessary arrangements that one is in the right mood, in the right situation, in the right place. I made the mistake uh, some time ago. Maybe it was a couple of days ago. Maybe it was last week. I don't know. I can't keep track of the days. But that's okay, too. I'm delving more and more into uh, understanding the importance of japa. But getting back on on the point that I was making, I said that this was a wonderful thing that happened. And I didn't mean the virus, because in my lifetime, it's one of the worst that I've ever seen. So I, I didn't mean that. What I meant was, even in the most severe, even in the most severe situations, we have to take that proverbial lemon and make it into lemonade. I got from this pandemic situation the ability to actually sit still enough and quiet the mind and listen to some of the tapes of some of the sannyasis to read a little bit and to take shelter of the holy name more than I was able to when I was moving about. So in keeping in mind the understanding that everything is under Krishna's control, and that does not mean that the pandemic that has come about is something that Krishna created. It is not. To the degree that we go through it is up to Krishna. So what the point that I'm trying to make is that we can take the time and develop and create situations where we can learn more about Krishna consciousness, about advancing in our knowledge, But one has to have the sincere desire. And then sometimes it just happens. Um, The other point that I wanted to make, because I started jotting down so many notes trying to make up for lost time that I over, that I probably wrote too much. So let me get back on track again. We were talking about this particular strain that's more dangerous than I've ever seen. 
But the point here is, it is up to us as to how we accept things, how we take situations that may be not so pleasant to most people, that's not so pleasant, excuse me, to most people, and make it something palatable, make it something that we can use. And we can do this in this particular situation. When I started out saying, I thought a lot about the first sentence when it was talking about one's personal whims. What I was thinking is that when one has a relationship with the Lord and in prayer, you just don't start out talking to the Lord about what it is you need. You have to understand the real relationship that we have with the Lord, and that is everything belongs to the Lord. Everything. And when we are having our conversations and our moments of prayer, our moments of meditation, we approach the Lord with that understanding. Sometimes prayers will start out with, for instance, Lord, thank you for the mercy. And we can say thank you for the mercy even if we are bent over in pain. Because the very fact that we are aware that we're bent over in pain is probably a better condition than someone else. Maybe next door or, or down the, down the street a little bit because maybe they aren't even able to bend in pain. The point I'm trying to make is we have to make every situation the best possible situation, get the most from it. But when we're asking the Lord anything, we don't demand it. It's not like we drive up to a drive-in and the Lord takes our order. We want a, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It should never be like that. The object of meditation is we should realize that the Lord has given us so much. And the prayer should start. Thank you, dear Lord, for what you've given me. The Maha Mantra, the Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. You can line up 20 people in this temple room and they will tell you what that means to them. And everyone will probably have a slightly different interpretation. Well, the interpretation or the understanding that I have is that we are calling out for the Lord. We are asking the energy surrounding the Lord to hear us. And we're asking the Lord to engage us in his service. You don't really appreciate people unless you have some close association with them. If you're doing some type of service for someone, you develop some type of attachment. And with the Lord, the attachment is one of love. It's very sweet. It's a very sweet relationship. There are various stages that 
a devotee will go through in order to rise to the stage of, and this is going to come up in the next section, of love for the Lord, of I want to do this. It doesn't matter whether the Lord acknowledges it or not, or it doesn't matter whether your loved one acknowledges it or not. Just the very act that you're doing something for someone attracts them to you, whether you realize it or not, and you are automatically attracted. You develop a relationship there. So in the process of meditation, we should be thanking the Lord. We should be asking for whatever is necessary for us to proceed on in this life. Every single one of us has a purpose in this life. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't a big bang and bam, we were there. It wasn't like that. We're here for a specific reason. And you cannot just pick up any book from someone that is not knowledgeable, someone that is not from the Vaishnava, the Parampara system, and take their instructions. There are so many different books out there to tell you about yourself. Be careful about what you're reading. Make sure that what you're reading is coming from bona fide acharyas, spiritual masters, bona fide sages. But then if you are following the line and the instruction at ISKCON, you'll understand all the scriptures, what's been written, what has been translated by Srila Prabhupada has been handed down. And it has not been reshaped. It's been handed down as is, as in the Bhagavad Gita as it is. Take the instructions seriously, but when you're starting out, it is important to get the right instructions from the right instructor. So that also is a part of what's taking place in this conversation between Narada and Vyasadev. What is also coming up in the chapter is that what makes the relationship better between people when you're doing service is that you have a good association. That point cannot be stressed enough. I can say it every day. I can hear it every day, and I still understand the importance of how one should be surrounded by the right association, how it enhances you. In this time period where we are slightly separated from each other in physical distance, it is not impossible to still have some type of association in this community, which I'm learning to appreciate more and more, there are devotees, there are families. And if you are engaging yourself nicely, you have some type of association with them, which means it shouldn't be difficult to pick up a phone and check on someone, even during this pandemic. We do not necessarily have to isolate ourselves to our other God family members. 
we should always have someone that we can talk to. And most of us are finding out how important it is right now. I guess myself growing up as a child, I always had more thoughts in my mind than I could handle. Um, and it served me to an advantage point. It really served because now I am not at a point, I have not been at a point where I feel so isolated that I'm alone. Even if for a brief moment one thinks that way, always remember, you were never, ever alone. You have never, ever been alone in your lifetime. You came in to the world in the company of the Lord. You will exist for a time in the world, in the company of the Lord, and you will leave. We will all leave at some point in the company of the Lord. So you're never, ever alone, which is why it is so important to understand how to meditate and develop a relationship with the Lord. Because keep in mind, we are one big family, and if there's never been, never, ever been a time, now is the time to realize your relationship in the community and with the devotees and with others. Even if you were, quote-unquote, self-satisfied and content, we should reach out to other people, and we all have a certain capacity to reach out to other people to the degree that you do it and to how many people you reach out to is totally up to you. But we should continue to be more engaged during this pandemic, being more engaged in chanting. Um, there is a chanting marathon. I believe I saw on uh, one of the WhatsApp, His Holiness Purusatama Das talking about uh, offering the extra meditations. That's an excellent idea. I'll have to go back and check that out again. But this is such an opportunity to preach. This is such an opportunity to preach in place. They talk about shelter in place, preach in place. We can do that very, very easily. There are a lot of people that have not experienced this, and they're frightened. It is our responsibility when we are strong enough to reach out to individuals that are going through this. We're not trying to turn them into devotees. We're just letting them know this is something that will pass at some point. It will. It, it's not going to always stay like this. Whether we will be the same or not, I have no idea. But I'll guarantee you one thing, as long as you are in the association of the Lord and you are aware of it, that wherever you end up is probably the best possible place you'll end up after all of this pandemic is over with. And I mean the place as far as state of mind that you'll end up in. But this is a good opportunity to see how strongly solidified we are in Krishna consciousness. This is a perfect time. I, the highlight of the day is actually feeling the rounds when I chant. 
Even if I go through all the rounds and I feel one round really, I'm really connected with the Lord, that's a big deal for me because it's been a long time since that's happened. Time has opened up where I'm able to read a little bit. And before, there were so many things going on, the mind couldn't concentrate. Now it can. Also, what's happening is that I'm able to, and most of you are able to take better care of yourselves. You're not rushing and trying to meet a deadline. Make the best of the situations that you are in, but with and on the strength of the Lord. And in order to even get to that point, we need to learn how to meditate and how to pray. And those instructions will come uh, in the remaining part, uh, the remaining section of chapter 6. We don't necessarily have to ask when we pray the Lord for anything. He knows our mind. He knows our heart. He knows everything about us. He even knows the number of every hair on our head, how many there are. So knowing that there is such a supreme personality that does exist, it would benefit most of us to develop an understanding of who it is we should be associating with, what knowledge we should be taking in, and what type of service also we should be doing in the process. Because even as this is going on, this or that is going on, There is still an opportunity in some way or other to do some service for someone. And I I would hate to say the wrong thing, but then again, I always go out on a limb. Even coming to the temple to take prasadam from the restaurant is a seva. It is, if you really think about it. And I'm sure there some floors need to be swept, or whatever it is. We cannot look at this time as a time where we don't have to do anything. This is a really good time to get ourselves together, to reinforce our spirituality, and to take advantage of these moments. Because everything that happens, happens for a purpose, and it happens for a reason. But if one is not in a position to understand these highly enlightened matters, one can lose oneself very easily. So it's important to establish a relationship with the Lord. It's important to establish an association with someone that's going on the same path as you desire. And that path is devotional path. That is the most important path that one should ever take in life. Stay on the path. You can still stay on the devotional path during this pandemic. And hopefully some of us are going to come out a bit stronger than we were before because if we consider this 
one of our battles of Kurusetra. Understand it wasn't so easy for those soldiers that were on the battlefield. Some lost lives. And lives have been lost, and it's unfortunate. It is sad. But sometimes when the warrior has finished everything that he could possibly do, the Lord relieves him of his responsibility. Now, it can be too early to feel like that with some people, but when we think of situations as being our battle of Kurusetra, we need to understand that we have to be able to endure, to improvise and to find ways to continue to strive. And that is still in the association of the Lord and of devotees and strengthening our faith by chanting, by reading, by Krishna Kata with others so that we get back on the path of text 15 again. And this is Nadadaji and Vyasadeva communicating. The purport states, one should not meditate according to one's personal whims. One should know perfectly well from the authoritative sources of scriptures through the transparent medium of a bona fide spiritual master and by proper use of one's trained intelligence for meditating upon the super soul dwelling within every living being. This consciousness is firmly developed by a devotee who has rendered loving service unto the Lord by carrying out the orders of the spiritual master. Sri Naradaji contacted bona fide spiritual masters. He did this as a child, as the son of a maidservant, taking their prashadam, being in their association, listening. Again, Sri Nadadaji contacted bona fide spiritual masters, served them sincerely, and got enlightenment rightly. Thus, he began to meditate. There are advantages that you don't even have to ask for. There are advantages that you will gain in the association of a bona fide spiritual master. Yes, enlightenment is one of them. But then it would take away so much wonder if I tell you all the other things that you're capable of experiencing. And I have not experienced them all. But from what I have experienced, nothing has ever been able to touch it as far as the happiness and the bliss and the camaraderie you can develop with the Lord and your associates. There is so much more yet to come. And I pray that for everyone in the process of this pandemic, which I believe will pass. 
I don't know what we will think, how we will think afterwards. But I pray that during this process that we will understand how important our relationship is with the Lord and to know that we should never, ever be not conscious of that association. It's very important to get through life knowing that someone loves you more than you could ever possibly love yourself. And your well-being is their main concern. So I'll end at this point, um, being extremely happy and grateful for having an opportunity to come before our lordships here in Radhakala Chanjidam and ending at this point. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. <laughs>